to Around the Diamond with Jake and Thomas. I'm Thomas here with Jake. Today is episode 6 on August 9th. We have a bunch of topics today. No real huge ones or anything, but um, yeah, I guess we can get right into it. Um, today we got the Cardinals series canceled. Um, that's going to be our first topic. I've been camping for the past four days, so I really have been out of baseball for a while. So you can kind of go ahead and take take over this topic. Okay, so the Cardinals series was canceled. Um, I was going through my predictions for the MLB like games for the past few days with myself because I like to do that often, and I almost wanted to put for the Cubs Cardinals Corona. Like, who wanted the Cubs Cardinals Corona? But so the Cardinals have more cases. I don't believe we have an exact number yet because um, I know they were supposed to be getting more tests, but I do know. Okay, so Mike Schilt says COVID-19 outbreak has caused a, f- a few visits to the ER. Ooh. Yeah, so obviously that's not very good. Um, and then someone I heard said, the MOB must decide soon if the Cardinals season is essential. No, they're the Cardinals. None of their games are essential. Um, but that's, no, that's um, obviously you want to figure it out, but they will not be assembling. The series in Pittsburgh will likely be canceled per Mark Saxon on Twitter. So, honestly, I'm frustrated at the Cardinals. I know, I can't remember who, but I talked to a Cardinals fan who said he's frustrated at them. And obviously, I would be too. And then the Cubs lost 13-2 to against the Royals. Right as I said, we're going to sweep the Royals. Yeah. Tyler Chatwood comes in and comes back into his normal Tyler Chatwood self. But the thing that really frustrated me was this is affecting the Cubs because you may say, oh, the Cardinals are like, it's only affecting the Cardinals. It's affecting the Cubs because now the Cubs have to make up double headers if the Cardinals even play. And yeah. that will that will tire their bullpen and their starting staff and everything, which is why if I were the Cubs, I would be very mad at the Cardinals right now. Yeah. Um. Do you think – if the Cardinals outbreak gets too severe, but like no one, let's say that the rest of the league is fine, it's just the Cardinals, what could they do? If they were to cancel the Cardinals season, would they just count those as the games never happened? Or would they say, hey, too bad, you shouldn't have gone to a casino, you forfeit every game, and if you play the Cardinals, you get to win that game? What do you think? The only thing is, then the Cubs, Brewers, all the NL Central teams that were scheduled to play a few more games, they get a few more wins, and that helps their win percentage over the teams that are fighting for a playoff spot, say the Padres, say the Giants, um, the Rockies, even if they go back to their mediocre selves. Um, so say, like, the Brewers, they're having a mediocre season, but they also have the Cardinals ten times, and the Rockies only have them three games. I know that's probably not. The Rockies don't have them at all, the Cardinals at all. Exactly. Yeah. So the Brewers get eight more wins, and the – um, what do you call them? The Rockies don't get any, and right. so they might lose a playoff, playoff spot right there. Right, yeah. We were talking to each other about how last week we um, were saying that the Rockies were an eight-spot team. Right yeah. now, like, that might have been the whole year. Right now, like, we're sorry you caused no. They are a top-five team right now. We'll probably update that um We'll be having a Power Rankings episode probably Thursday or Friday this week. Yeah. So depending on – we might do it after the series that ends Wednesday. I'm not sure. So 
The Rockies are the Rockies are legit. And Evans, Philip Evans is out for the year. I just showed you this after you got back. A nasty collision with Gregory Polanco on a pop out or on a pop up fly ball hit by Miguel Cabrera. He yep. was running hundred percent right into the shoulder of Gregory Polanco and he had to be stabilized and carried off in a stretcher. We don't know what happened. We don't know how hurt he is. At least I've not heard anything, but he is out for the year. We just don't know how we obviously it's bad, but we don't know what happened. Yeah. Prayers go out to Philip Evans um, and his family. Hopefully he's all right. Okay. A concussion and a fractured jaw. Ooh. Yeah. So obviously it's not life threatening, hopefully um, from what I know, but just a speedy recovery and prayers go out to him and his family. Um, Moving on, John Carlos Stanton of the New York Yankees back on the IL for what seems like the 30th time in his career. Um, not sure what he did again. A hamstring injury. Oh, so yeah, that'll do it to you. Um, Yankees lose a big bat, but like we've been saying this whole year, um, the Yankees have hundreds of big bats. So right. losing losing 60 home runs, you could just put 30 home runs back in the lineup. Right, and. I mean, I was looking for him to go diamond in MLB The Show, and that's not going to happen now that he's out. I had invested in him, and I don't know. I might sell those because I don't think he'll be playing. He has 10-day IL, but 10 days, that's a sixth of the season. Yeah. Um. So, in other topics, the Rays just beat the Yankees after actually dropping one of two against the Red Sox. Um, so they're three or yeah, they took three out of four against the Yankees, which is a major feat. Yes, definitely. Um, the Blue Jays just stay in the or AL East. The Blue Jays dropped another one or dropped onto the Red Sox today. The Red Sox dropped onto the Jays yesterday. You're pretty happy then. You're happy that they got a win. Absolutely. Mitch Moreland hit two bombs. Um, definitely excited about that one. Ron Renneke put together a Decent batting order, which you love to see because Ron Renneke is not stable. Um, other other guy or other teams that are um, have surprising wins or just win win streaks going on. Do you have any guys or any teams that you want to talk about? I mean, obviously, the fact that obviously now I love to say that the Cubs were like you know, if I said that they were in first, it was legit. You know, they were. They had played all their games and everything. Now, obviously, you haven't. But the Padres are doing pretty well. Let me get their record up. But the Padres. Padres are 8-7. and seven. Yeah, the Padres are 8-7. and seven. The Braves are 7-3. and three. I'm amazed by that. I mean, obviously, you thought that they would go down. But they're 7-3. Seven seven and three. Six. Yeah. And then what? You said you said the Braves are 7-3. and three. The Braves are 10-6. Sorry, Marlins. Marlins. My bad. Um so the fact that the Rockies are a game and a half above the Dodgers, like Crazy. no one expected that. And like we said, the Padres eight and seven, and then the Diamondbacks and Giants are where we expected them to be. No surprises in the NL. Okay, well as I said that I just looked, the Cubs have a point seven six nine winning percentage, or the Reds, who we expected to win, are seven and nine with a point four three eight. They're four and a half games out. It's looking good. The Cubs are in the last 10, 8-2. At home, they're 7-1, and one, away 3-2. and two. But this is, that's a pretty solid record, I would say. Yeah. Um, one thing that I do, do want to talk about, the Braves would be atop the AL East um, at 10-6. and six. The Yankees are 10-6. and six. Um, They would also be just underneath the Twins, 
underneath the A's. They beat their first and second in basically any division you put them in, um, which is crazy just because, like, the Braves are second. And the Marlins, the Marlins are still winning the um, NL East purely off win percentage. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. And yeah. So um, I did know that the Astros mentioned. Uh, first of all, they're not doing as well as I was expecting. They're yeah, six yeah. and eight yeah. against the <clears throat> ath- the Athletics, who are doing insane. I know that Rob Lau was on a can't remember what he was on something where he wore a Houston Astros hat and then another funny thing someone above the A's Astros game flew of like playing with a banner behind it that said Houston Astros so you know you gotta love that that's that's pretty funny and one of the Houston people acknowledged it so that was pretty funny um Mm -hmm. in other news real quick Hunter Pence I feel awful for Hunter Pence he was in the left field and he missed a fly ball like 10 feet and he spoiled Johnny Cueto's no hitter. It was in the sixth inning. Could he have kept it up? I'm not sure, but against the Dodgers, if you're throwing a no hitter, that's pretty good. So obviously he had to feel awful about that. And then Derek Dietrich requested his release from the Chicago Cubs minor league system after being, not like he wasn't going to be used, I doubt. So he said, I want major league playing time. Please release me, which they did. So that was, I was not expecting that. But so before we go to our next thing, which is Fernando Tatis Jr., here is a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Fernando Tatis. He yeah. is insane. Um, he was traded to the. He was traded from the White Sox to the Padres for James Shields. James Shields has done absolutely nothing. So, I mean, as a White Sox fan, I'll be very frustrated. He retired in 2018. Shields had a 4.01 ERA with a 1.272 whip, 145 wins with 139 losses, 31 wars. So that's decent. But he was not as good as Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be. Fernando Tatis over the 2020 shortened season, batting uh, a three twenty two with seven home runs, 16 RBIs. Um, that's crazy. If you got him for James Shields, I'm not sure if they gave up any picks in that trade, but um, if they if they didn't give up any picks, it was just James Shields, that's a steal that might be the steal of the century. Um, yeah, that was insane. That was an awful trade by the White – or by the Padres. Or White Sox, rather. White Sox. My bad, my bad. Um. Yeah, he scored 14 runs. He has four doubles. Like I said, seven home runs. His OPS is 1.11 or 1.92. My bad. His on-base percentage is 4.12. He's slugging 7.80 with only 21 strikeouts, nine walks. The dude is insane, and their infield just keeps getting better as he progresses. Yeah, and that is part of the Diamond Dynasty update. He was bumped up to diamond with Nicholas Castellanos. And then real quick, you know, we normally have a little diamond dynasty segment here, a massive content bomb, a nuke, if you will, with the Alzheimer's program, you have to play on all-star, which is pretty easy. I would say you have to face each team's all-time lineup, each division, and then it gets harder difficulty. So that, Every team is a three innings, and then I believe for the – I'm not 100% sure, but I believe for the – then you have to face each division and then each league. I believe that's six innings. And then the last one is Hall of Fame 
nine inning against the all legend or yeah, like all MLB. And then the rewards there are a 95 overall third baseman award series, Evan Longoria, and then signature series, Trevor Hoffman diamond 96. And then a Tom Seaver award series diamond 99. And then the big one, 99 MVP babe Ruth. That is, yeah, I'm grinding towards that. That's going to be insane. And then a beach ball pack, I don't. I doubt they'll be out by the time we release this, but forty thousand a piece. You get in the base round, which you're guaranteed at least the base round. You get the Dodgers, Eric Gagne, ninety-eight overall. These are all ninety-eight except for the last one. Signature series, Kenny Lofton, center fielder, ninety-eight, and then Sig series, Jorge Posada, ninety-six overall catcher. And then in the rare round, which is a one in four chance, 99 overalls, all of these, future stars Luis Robert or Luis Robert, I think is what it is actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the signature series, Nolan Ryan, and then award series, Rogers Hornsby. So some big drops, and then the seventh inning will be coming out on the 14th. So yes. then Trevor Story got a 96 silver slugger um, card in the headliners. So that was pretty big. So Diamond Dynasty, out of nowhere, had some big drops. That's so then, yeah. For this week, um, yeah. then we'll be back at it. We might uh, mention it in our power rankings episode if it comes out Friday or Saturday. If not, it'll be obviously out on Monday. Um, yeah, that'll be it for Diamond Dynasty as we move into the playoff bubble that's been speculated among MLB teams. Um, obviously, if you are a fan of the MLB and NBA and MLB and the recently scrapped MLS, um. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah. Um, They basically just concentrate all the teams into one place and play all the games from that place. No fans are allowed, no um, outside er, – yeah, no outside family, no nothing is um let into the bubble. And basically it's trying to concentrate COVID-19 out of the league, the MLB. Um, the M- or NBA has done it very successfully without a case um, throughout 343 players. Um, and, yeah, it's just crazy to see that there, there are leagues that are getting team-wide, um, team-wide breakouts and yeah. then other leagues getting no cases throughout the entire league. So I really think that they do need to go to the playoff bubble. Um, I don't think they can stop the season at this point and go straight into a bubble. But um, you have thoughts on what do you, what you think they're gonna do for this season? Yeah. So if they go to a bubble, I would expect it to be a playoff bubble, like we said. I don't think unless it gets way out of hand, I don't expect them to be doing a bubble midseason. And obviously, it would just be with the playoff teams. And the question is, where? Yeah. I mean, I looked it up. The Wide World of Sports Complex at Disney World in Orlando, Florida is where they're doing the NBA. And they only have one major league-sized field where the Braves used to do their spring training. They have, like, I believe it's, like, 30. Maybe it's, like, 16 or 30, something around there. Obviously a big margin, but of, like, littler fields. So if there would be a way that they could expand those, I'm not educated in that type of stuff. But otherwise, I mean – it would have to be a spring training place. So either Florida or Arizona, whichever would, one, be willing, and two, whichever would be less cases and would look like they're able to stop COVID-19. Whichever would be safest, and that's really what we're trying to do in these times of 
craziness, really. Yeah. Um, the next topic is kind of related to the playoff bubble, to COVID-19. Is the World Series for real? I say yes. I have heard a bunch of people that are like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is a junky season that doesn't, like, none of this matters. Like, if you can win a World Series in this year without your fa- without some of your star players, you don't have the fans, you don't have that atmosphere. You're not, like, like I said, like, the players don't get the fans to give them all of the energy that they normally get. Yeah. And like you, like I also said, with the COVID-19 cases, I think this is an even bigger challenge. I think if you win this year, that's even better. And David Ross said something like, there's a ring out there that we can win. We're going to like, we're going to try to win it. Any ring that we can get, you know, it's a championship no matter what. Will there be an asterisk? Yes. But I still think this is, this might be harder than normal years. You? Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have much much else to say. I think you get it right off the tee. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so, we just move on, really. Yeah. So next we have, like you mentioned, the MLS is abandoning bubble the bubble games despite MLB's coronavirus disaster. Like we mentioned, is that a smart choice? No. But, I mean, I personally think, why are you doing this? Like, obviously, it's working for the NBA, but do you have anything to say on that? Yeah, no, I just think it's really stupid. Like, the MLB is looking literally from doing what you're moving to. They're looking to move away from it because it's not working for them. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't watch the MLS. I'm not a soccer fan. Same. Yeah. I'm a diehard Patriots fan, so I'm not watching – Many MLS games. Uh, obviously, I care. I really don't want. I really want COVID to go away, but I just don't see how this would work um, yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, real quick, I did want to mention an Olympic medalist um, became an MLB infielder. The speed skater Eddie Alvarez had been doing baseball, and like then he went back. He's been in the minor leagues for six years, but I don't have all of the exact stuff here, but. I do know that he went. He got a silver medal in 2014, I think. Maybe it was 2012, actually, I think. But I'm not 100% sure on that. But obviously that's pretty cool to be able to say that you were – in 2014 you won a, simple, a silver medal in Sochi. So on short track speed skating, he went 0 for 5, but he just got his – first hit. So that had to be pretty awesome for him. So uh, what position did he play? Outfield or like Infield. Place? I don't know exactly what position, but give me a second. I would assume second base just because I don't know, faster guys usually play second base. Usually the faster guys don't have that strong of an arm. So basically my thoughts would be second base, center field. Yeah. I believe he was in the he's a third baseman. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously very cool for him. So, I believe that is it. DM us on Instagram at ATD with Jake and Thomas for any ideas for the podcast, any ideas that we can um, interact with you guys on Instagram or any of our platforms. Um, And, yeah, until then, the Red Sox still need starting pitching. Um, And the Cubs still need a new pitcher because Craig Kimbrell was awful. Yeah, until then, see you guys later. Thank you.